Hello and welcome to another episode of Conversations Beyond the Pew. And this is a follow-up of the sermon on Sunday where I was talking about elevating our expectations and how expectations are directly connected to sustainable hope. And often we think that if we don't want to destroy our hope, then we need to lower our expectations. But in that, I I try to bring about a, a challenge to us of what it would mean to actually elevate our expectations. And you can listen to that in episode number 60, if you so wish. But today is my reflection kind of on the conversations that I've been having around this particular subject, whether that's in the Tuesday morning Bible study or with friends or just kind of conversations on the side following. And really one of the big things to come out It was during reflection time, actually, after the sermon in a congregational setting. But somebody said, you know, like this, I'm always taught you got to lower your expectations. You need to have low expectations. That way you'll never be disappointed. But this brings about the question of, you know, there are certain expectations that we need to lift higher. What are appropriate expectations? What are appropriate expectations for ourselves, others, and God? Because we absolutely do put expectations upon God and upon ourselves and upon others. And that to really begin to take stock and struggle with that. And in the sermon, I made the case, right, that expectations, when we say we expect God to end all suffering. We expect God to control everything that we've actually lowered our expectation of who God is, because now we're talking about God in terms of control and how that is no different than Caesar or the understanding of the Greek and the Roman gods. Actually, it's no different than humans, right? Uh, we love to control things. We want to control things, and yet we hate to be controlled. And so we had this fascinating conversation in Bible study about that, of how we humans, all of us, I said, anybody in this room, several of us, anybody love for someone to try to control you? And it was crickets, right? And my guess is if you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, I don't want anybody to control me. Yet... We love to try to control situations and sometimes others and how that's a direct contradiction of who God is, of how God is love. And I referenced that in, and drew connections with the 23rd Psalm, which is all about the Lord is my shepherd. Think about that. The Lord is my guide. God is trying to guide us. God has given us free will. God is not trying to control us because... That ultimately is not love. And so to really begin to think about that, when we are trying to control situations, when we're trying to control responses, when we're trying to control what we want to happen, that often that leads to disappointment, right? That actually undercuts our hope because control is not love. Now, not to say that when we engage in love and we, uh, we try not to control situations that we might not still be disappointed 
or feel like, oh, where is hope in this? But we certainly know that when we try to control a situation and it doesn't come out the way we wanted it to come out, there is disappointment right there, ready to exist and infiltrate our lives. And so in thinking through that, of how we may try to control things in our lives or try to control others or try to control the understanding or try to even control God. Because when we say, hey, God, I want you to do this. I expect you to do this. I want you to do it exactly like this. We are placing God more into a genie of a bottle kind of situation. Whereas instead of recognizing that that yes, God is at work in our lives. God is at work all around us. God is working through us and with us. But that what we want, how we want to control the situation may not be how God is at work, may not be how God is bringing good out of a situation, how God is processing with all of us how God is at mo- moving within the world because the world isn't just all about us, right? And how often is it, man, this is so hard. I like think about this in my own life. Like there are moments where I want to control something so bad or maybe I do and it doesn't go well and just how difficult it is to hit that pause button on it. And that we may even do it in the smallest of ways. Have you ever been to a restaurant, right? You have an expectation. And you're like trying to control so that it it comes to that expectation. You're trying to be very clear in your order. And then it doesn't happen. And that there is disappointment just looming. So we do this on all kinds or... Uh, even with, uh, say, CrossFit, I have an expectation, but is it a real expectation? And understanding that even when maybe I don't meet that expectation, when I try to control the factors and still don't meet that expectation, what have I learned from it instead of just remaining a disappointment? So there is a sense of even when we have an expectation and we fail at it or we don't meet it, What have we learned from it? How do we grow with it? And of understanding what is the appropriate expectation and what do we need to say, you know, mm, let's let that go for just a minute because we may be missing something so much greater. We may be missing something that can really help our lives to thrive to move from that survival to thrival, that, thriving, that we may learn something here that actually cultivates a sustainable hope as opposed to just letting it go, letting it fall apart. And this coming Sunday, I'm actually going to be looking at cultivating the practices that matter, that when we're talking about sustainable hope, right, that goes beyond optimism, because often we try to equate hope to optimism, but optimism is just a very small piece of sustainable hope that when we're looking at sustainable hope, are there practices that kind of help us? 
what are the practices that we have to cultivate to keep going on? And so thinking back to what we were just talking about of the power of living into love and that that's not control and having their, you know, maneuvering around our expectations of how can we practice appropriate expectations? How can we raise the level of the expectations that need to be raised? And how can we say, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> I need to take stock. That's a practice. Taking stock of things in our lives is a practice that we can engage in. Because this idea, this understanding, this living into sustainable hope, we all need it right now, right? I mean, so many images, so much coming at us from all directions, telling us we need to fear and despair and it's all falling apart. And yet, how can we have a sustainable hope? So my challenge to us is to really think about how our expectations and control are maneuvering together, how they're playing off one another, how that is not love and to be able to begin to take a step back in that of understanding where we need to elevate the expectations in our lives and where we're like, mm, that is really not an appropriate expectation to have. I need to let that go so that all of us can know a little bit more of sustainable hope. So my hope for you this week, I hope you have come to some understanding, some kind of contemplation, some kind of challenge in your own life about what expectations need to be elevated and the expectations that are like, nope, out, done. Have a good one.